I'd rather talk to a dog than Smith, that idiot. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Was that I'd rather talk to a dog than Smith, comma, that idiot? Yes. Yes. Was not that not clear from my uh I thought my my when my, I first uh, heard it, I thought I'd rather talk to a dog than Smith that idiot, idiot like smithing someone and something oh, you do to someone. Yeah, it could I'd be. rather it's talk to a dog verb, than Smith that idiot. <laughs> than Smith that idiot. <laughs> a bigger pause would have been good. <laughs> uh, so uh, between the show and doing the One More Thing podcast, often we take a bit of a bathroom break. And I wandered down to a different floor just so I wouldn't run into any of you people. And um, <laughs> there's a guy in the bathroom the other day commented on my shoes under the stall. You can't do that. What? Can you? Isn't that that's a, ridiculous? Isn't oh, that just out no. of bounds? Way out of bounds. Yeah. Unless you're a marine in boot camp or, or something. I mean, we kind of have a bit of a feeling around here that you shouldn't talk to people in the bathroom really hardly at all. Around here, I thought that was universal. <laughs> yeah, there's no oh, talking there. or eye contact in the men's room. No, it's as big a divide as afflicted America in 1861. Talkers versus non-talkers. But this person, hey, what's up, buddy? The minute he sidles up to the the urinal, but this particular, but this particular person, very nice guy, but was oh, uh, yeah, ca- terrific guy, con- commenting on my shoes. Did you get a number by any chance? Looking <laughs> underneath <laughs> the stall, and did, I just did he tap three times because that's a code. That's way too intimate for what's going on. I think I have a, a wide stance. <laughs> You remember that congressman? Oh, yeah. Got what, busted what in the Minneapolis airport. What was he doing? He was trolling for dudes, apparently. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah, which which led to a bit of a national conversation about, um, listen, I can, like, try to signal a chick I'm interested in her in a variety of settings. It's not a crime. But, uh, but what did he do with the white stance? I honestly don't remember. Well, he, like, uh, was trying to give the let's get together signal under the stall, and it freaked the guy out, and he told the cops. What's the signal? I think he was tapping the foot in some way or a little something. little tap, tap, taparoo down I, there. I'm and not then, a gay guy who hooks up in airports. I don't know. And then he deflected it by saying, no, no, I wasn't doing that. I just have a very wide stance. Yeah, my feet were just wide set, and they mistook that. Or, uh, Okay. Tapping out a tune that was stuck in my head or something. I wonder if anybody's ever tapped to, toward me and I just didn't even know it. I didn't get it because I was unaware. I'm utterly clueless. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just don't find the bathroom a sexy place. I can't have sexual thoughts in the bathroom. It's gross. I just, I can't Keep combine. Your bathroom cleaner. I can't combine the two worlds. <laughs> Why don't you well, clean? my home bathroom, I could, but I mean, clean a, that thing. a public restroom, to me, oh. there's nothing sexual or sexy at all no, about a public I just restroom. Want to get out. So I, I have none of those, that, that part of my brain is completely shut off. Yeah. If I'm in a public restroom. Yeah. It's a sick enough. Yeah. So anyway, there I was down on a different floor, and uh, I walked by one of the offices. There are dozens and dozens of business, well, there were. Um, in this building, and it was uh, on on the third floor where they got a really cute receptionist, which I know because it always bothered me that she could see me walking down the hall and would know I was using that floor's bathroom. Do you do your sexy walk? Do you know why? So I wouldn't run into any of you people. (laughs) My my sexy walk. Trust me, I do not have a sexy walk. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I passed by, and it was dark. And I thought, I thought they were back to work. And I looked in, torn down to the studs. That business is gone. Gone, and who knows if it will ever return. And then the other thing, there's a law firm uh, right down the hall from them. And this is so stupid, but I have this long-running fantasy. Because it's a law firm, it's like... Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe. Smith, 
Jones and 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 Holmes or whatever. <clears throat> and I so want to walk walk in there and bellow loudly in the office. I want to talk to Holmes. Bring me Holmes and don't try to give me Smith. He's an idiot. <laughs> and then just walk out again. What's up, Holmes? And then maybe switch up the names and do it again down the road. And where's Smith? I demand to talk to Smith. I never have though, because they probably call the cops. Yeah, they're lawyers. Damn, there's security though. in this building. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. could they could come up with a law that you had broken. Uh probably so. Yeah, creating a public nuisance. <laughs> of course, man, if that was a crime, I'd be doing life. Yeah, so I, it's it's a little scary walking around here. The number of businesses that ain't here. Hell anymore. yeah, everywhere yeah. and every single business. It's everybody that worked there, the receptionist, the boss, everybody in between. And the rent they were paying to the building and the electric bill they were paying and the parking spots and then the cars driving here and stopping at the gas station and just it all, it just, it magnifies so quickly. Well, and the the janitors probably had their offer, sure. their hours cut in half. I mean, there's a huge Absolutely. ripple effect. Copier paper purchased and, you know, just everything. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much multiplying of a single dollar earned. It was, I remember... I can't remember how old I was, but learning that in basic econ, it had never occurred to me that, oh, the the dollar that I earn and give to the grocer, they give it, they go and get a haircut. Then the guy with the haircut, uh, you know, he buys a house with whatever, um, how how economies grow like mm-hmm. that. It's quite amazing. Economic intercourse. There you go. There's actually, there's a great, it's not a joke exactly. It's an illustration of something that... um. Uh, well, how does it go? It's like uh, a guy shows up. Oh, how does that work? And taps his foot under the stall. <laughs> and you find love. love. Love blooms in the stall. <laughs> love? Sure. So, so how does it go from there? Do the Well, no, it's the one where the guy shows up and he has a $5 bill. I can't remember. And he goes and he, 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 or is it like a, a, a check, a bad check for $5? I can't remember. And he gives it to the hotelier or he, he pays a hooker. Then the hooker pays the hotel guy. But somebody owes money, but it, it goes around and everybody gets their money. I can't remember how that works. Damn it. It's a really good story. It's an important story. Wait a minute. You're actually going to Google it? I'm going to see if I can find it. What are it. you going to Google? I'm, I'm really good at this. I just throw a bunch of terms. I don't think you have enough details to Google anything. Just Google hooker. Um, see if you get anything. Uh, I'm, t- I'm telling you, I can find anything. So Sean and I will discuss this. When the people um, are uh, there having th- their, their sexual escapades in the bathrooms. Is. I'm telling you. Does the sex happen at the bathroom? Or yes. do you meet there and go somewhere else? Uh, the, there aren't. Industry guidelines and standards that they all, uh, you know, say maybe sometimes it'll be the, uh, the, hey, my car's right outside. Or maybe if it's uh, the bathroom, sure, why not? I, I, I don't think there's a there's an industry standard that they okay. all adhere to beyond okay. the beyond the universal knowing that the tapping is a code, I guess. I remember when that story broke, it being a airport bathroom, I thought, airport bathrooms are so busy and crowded and, and just, I don't know, I just can't even imagine it. Oh, no, they, they there are a few things more disgusting than some airport bathrooms. Some airports are incredibly, and if you travel a lot, you know this, are incredibly um, good at keeping their 
their bathrooms clean. They're really conscientious about it. Some are just nasty. What's oh, what is the airport? It's freaking disgusting. I'm trying to think. It's somewhere I go. And they regularly have a gross bathroom? Yeah. Yeah. It's just you can tell they clean it about a quarter as much as, as some of the other ones. But anyway, here it is. Here's what I was trying to remember. Slow day in a little town. Sun is hot. Streets are deserted. Times are tough. Everybody is in debt. Everybody lives on credit. On this particular day, a rich tourist from back west is driving through town. He stops at the motel and lays a $100 bill on the desk, saying he wants to inspect the room upstairs in order to pick the one to spend the night. As soon as the man walks upstairs, the owner grabs the bill, runs next door, and pays his debt to the butcher. The butcher takes $100, runs down the street to retire his debt to the pig farmer. The pig farmer takes the $100, heads off to pay his bill at the feed store. The guy at the farmer's co-op takes the $100, runs to pay his debt to the local prostitute, who's also been facing hard times and has had to offer her services on credit. She, in a flash, runs to the motel, pays off her room bill with the motel owner. Professional the, women of the night. Uh, don't don't sex start worker. Op- don't start operating on credit. You're going to miss the point. Okay. So she runs with that same $100 bill, pays her bill with the motel owner. Sure. I get it He now. now places the $100 back on the counter. And the rich traveler comes down the stairs, says your room sucks, picks up the $100 bill, and leaves. Now, no one produced anything. No one earned anything. (laughs) However, the whole town is out of debt and looking to the future with much optimism. And I don't see a flaw in that. I know. Is there a flaw in that? Well, I could could read this to you. I mean, everything being $100, but, but just in general... Isn't that hilarious? How does that not work? There are several ways. According to uh, uh, economist uh, Jeffrey Rogers Hummel. <laughs> That's a great story. I know. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> there are several ways to think about this intriguing example, but they almost recognize that these transactions have made no change in any of the party's net wealth. True, at the beginning, each resident had a $100 liability, but each also has an offsetting financial asset of $100. At the end, they all have neither. So the $100 bill acts as a clearing mechanism. I don't I don't follow that. Everybody owed a hundred dollars and everybody was owed a hundred dollars. Oh right. And so it just like everybody passed it one to the left and now nobody owed anything, which is just bizarre. But that's a much better situation to be in. If you want to think of the town as a distinct economy, then the rich tourist has temporarily increased the town's money stock by $100. In effect, he has made a short-term loan of a new $100 bill, increasing liquidity. The $100 provides the residents with a medium of exchange that allows them to clear their offsetting debts. Or if you broaden the economy to include the rich tourist, his short-term loan has provided liquidity through increasing the transaction's velocity of money. If the rich tourist hadn't provided the loan, any of the residents could have accomplished the same result by borrowing $100 cash from somewhere else. No new final goods and services were produced. They had been produced already. But borrowing from the tourist may have cost less interest, 0%, than otherwise. Um, That's a really intriguing story, though. I'm ignoring the possible complication that the hotel owner only gets a 0% loan by embezzling. <laughs> he used the tourist's <laughs> deposit without permission. <laughs> Uh, either way, the $100 cash would have been unnecessary if the residents had a central clearinghouse. The fact that the hotel owner seems to know that the $100 bill will come back quickly, well, that's, that's, no, 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 that's, now you're no fun. Yeah. Um, nonetheless, the example illustrates Mises' point that increases in the efficiency of the clearing system reduce the demand for, uh, in, or increase the velocity of money. A clearing system is an alternate way of providing medium 
of exchange services. Okay, now we're getting really into econ uh, stuff, but that is fascinating. That story's always amused the hell out of me. I just yeah. couldn't remember exactly how it worked. I agree with <laughs> There's Sean. There's a though. prostitute and a, a pig in a, a hotel. Yes, that's it. I agree with Sean, though. Hookers probably should not get into. Uh... Yeah, you pay me when you get around to it. Yeah, I, I, I'm worried for you. So, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I don't think it's a good long term plan. Yeah, I guess not getting paid is quite the uh, the problem for sex workers. I don't have, you know, to use some of the other examples, I don't have, like, just an unbelievable need for pork. Just, like, more than I've ever wanted pork in my life. And then as soon as I get it, I never need pork for a long time. I'm fine now. Uh, There there are a number of reasons that the whole sex worker thing is different than the other transactions. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'll be back for more pork later. I've gone from ravenous interest interest in something to none whatsoever. Yeah. At least not for a while. What a great story that is. Yeah, it's funny. I was once in a bathroom stall next to a tap dancer with a wide stance, and I couldn't figure out what he wanted. Did you find love? Well, I guess that's it.